Welcome to the Queen Redeemed Podcast, where we get redeemed with the freedom of the great I am. I am your amazing host, Nikisa Nikki J. Jackson, God's servant first and always, nurse, wife, mother, and I do cool stuff like write books, speak, and empower women to be who God called them to be. My real superpower is faith. Welcome to a piece of my world, and let's get the show started. Welcome to another week. I'm so excited to be with you again. It is Wednesday, so I'm on time. Isn't that great? Let's just praise God one time, one time. Clap. Woo, clap. Yes, because I am here again with you another week. So as you can see from the title, we're talking about submission. Um, I got some great content for you this week. God has been waking me up at three in the morning. Um, Oh my goodness. But in the end, it comes out to great content for you guys. Um, so thank you for coming and joining me another week. If you are new, make sure you subscribe, download, share, tag me on Instagram at Nikki J the Arthur. Um, I would love to know your thoughts and your feedback. And y'all, guess what? Stay to the end because I do have one question. Somebody asked a question. I'm so excited to ask this one question. One day, I know there's going to be so many questions that I ain't going to be able to answer them all. But hey, I got a question this week and I'm excited to share the answer. So I won't get to that until the end. So let's get into the show. First, let's start about, let's talk about my weekend. This weekend was great. I went to Lake Lanier. I know if you're in Georgia, if you're from Georgia, you know, people say, oh, that's Death Lake. But I had to go for my family. We had a good time. So we had a good time. So I enjoyed my um, family. It was peaceful. It was fun. My daughter was with us, which I always love when she's around. If you do know or don't know, I have a bonus daughter. It's so hard for me to even say like stepdaughter. She's been around since she was two and she's eight now. So I love her as my own. When you see us together, you won't be able to tell. Um, but she does have a mother who's actively involved. So I never want to make it seem as though she doesn't because she does. So she got two mothers and two fathers. And it's because her mother got a man and her daddy got a woman who is me. Right. Cool. So, yeah. So I got to spend time with her. It's my boo. Um, and then I was to church. I haven't been to church on a Sunday in a while. So it was good to get back in there and see all of my um, sisters and brothers in Christ and just to be in the spirit. Because um, I got some freedom. Like always, I'm all... Uh, I promise every time I go, I'd be like, oh, a new revelation. But I'm just glad it sticks around now. See, I used to be the type, go to church, and I don't, about by Sunday at 5 o'clock, I don't forgot I went. At least it sticks this time. So I enjoyed that. Um, so, yeah, that was my weekend. Um, but I want to shout out Beyond the Book Media for sponsoring a donation of fund for Anaya Space, which is my nonprofit. Um, I have been a part of Beyond the Book Media's, uh, they have a free writing group, and I've mentioned it here. It's called Write With Me. So the second part to that is um, the publishing company. So they actually have a publishing company called Beyond the Book Media and they publish Christian authors and the Write With Me group is a Christian group for writing and um, it's amazing. It is ministry with no walls, like a church with no walls. It's kind of like a nice space, but just for a different um, purpose, just for a different purpose. But yeah, so I just want to shout them out for sponsoring our donation. It was so great. Like I really unlocked some gifts. Um, I really unlocked some gifts inside of myself. I, it was more than I expected as far as the growth that I got in less than 24 hours. And it's so funny that I'm talking about transformation on today's show. And that happened. And I've been just reflecting with God about it because just being honest and transparent, it wasn't... Um, as great as we thought it would be as far as a return on investment, as far as like 
money, but I did get some some funding, which I am so grateful for every dollar that I did receive. But it was a lesson, I believe. So for me, I only can speak for my from my side, but it taught me a lot about I had things that were locked up in me. Um, God downloaded some great stuff into me. Like y'all about to see if you follow me, if you don't follow me on Instagram and don't follow me on Facebook, you need to go ahead and follow me because if you think the podcast is good, just wait to the fire that I'm about to put on Facebook and Instagram because this donation fund did something inside of me. So I'm so grateful. But before I move on to our topic, I want to tell you about what Anaya Space is because I realized I speak about the event, but not the company. Anaya Space is a nonprofit organization that provides safe havens for women living with chronic conditions, including conditions like mental illness, infertility, HIV, autoimmune diseases. And we also produce community events to create sisterhood among all women and to provide education and raise awareness. Um, see, the thing that people don't realize with HIV, um, one in nine women do not know their status, okay? And there is a medication to prevent HIV. You don't have to be diagnosed. We have post-exposure prophylaxis, but people are not educated about it. People aren't educated about the rates of mental illness. People aren't educated about how they can get through some of these things or even the resources in the community. So when I'm hosting these community events, they, they are geared to all women to create sisterhood because I may be diagnosed with HIV. You might be dealing with depression. You may not have a chronic condition. You may just be dealing with um, self-esteem issues. We all have a piece of each other in each other's story and we all can grow and develop by hearing stories. So that is how Sister Story Circle Weekend happens. So I will be taking you on a journey of healing, education, food, fun. We got some amazing speakers. Um, I, j- I got some giveaways coming out to actually on a Naya Space page on Facebook. If you're not following, you need to follow it. Um, I'll be opening one of our giveaway gifts live on Facebook. So um, I'm excited to see what it is. I don't really know what it is. I mean, I know what it is, but I've never seen it before. So I'm excited to open it up with everybody tonight. Um, So I'll be taking you on this journey from Friday to Sunday. It's October 4th through the 6th. I advise you, if you want to be a part, to go ahead and get your tickets because the prices have to go up. They will go up. I will be doing a special. So today is Wednesday. I will check the website tonight. Uh, Let me drop about 10 o'clock. So it's after 10 o'clock Eastern time. You should check out the website because I'll be having some specials, but it's only a limited amount of tickets for those specials. Okay. So go ahead and get your tickets because the special won't last long. That's a special on top of the already nice prices. It's $90 for the whole weekend. and You and a friend can go buy one, get one half price right now and that's for friday saturday and sunday and then if you just can come saturday you can get a saturday ticket 35 dollars or sunday tickets for 50 dollars. sunday we paint and we brunch so sunday's ticket singly is by itself but you can get a whole weekend for 90 and then it's that's like 30 something a day so i advise you go ahead and get your tickets um we are we can only we we max out at about 30 to 40 women on friday Saturday, we have more availability, but I want to be able to pour into you. I want to be able to be in the room with you and really get to know you and spend some time with you and get to know you over the weekend. So I advise you, if you can get the three-day ticket, get the three-day ticket. If not, get a Saturday ticket. If you had, if you could choose, that would be my, I'm just being honest about it. Sunday is going to be great, but I don't have as many extra tickets on Sunday. So Friday. If you want to come Saturday and Sunday, just get the three-day ticket. That's what I would tell you. Get the three-day ticket because it's going to be cheaper than going to get a Saturday ticket and get a Sunday ticket. So that's just my shameless plug about myself and the event. So go ahead and get your ticket um, and I'll see you in October. And let's get to the show. 
So today's topic, we're going to be discussing transformation in God. So last week we discussed obedience and I talked about how my obedience is what got me here today. I spoke about obeying your worldly leaders or your pastors um, and obeying God. And I kind of want to backtrack and give practical steps to even get to where you can be obedient. Okay, so for today's purposes, to make it very relatable, I am going to relate transformation in God to metamorphosis. Um, In metamorphosis, there are several steps in the process. Last week, I went straight into the beauty in the obedience versus the transformation process that is involved in that beauty. So what is metamorphosism? Metamorphosism is a change of the form or nature of a thing or a person into a completely different one by natural or supernatural means. So there are traditionally four steps in metamorphosism, which is the egg, the larvae, the pupa, and then the adult. Now you do have complete metamorphosism, which is all four steps. And some of them you have incomplete, which where, uh, which is three stages instead of four stages. So there'll be an egg and then they usually call the second step a nymph. So it's like the larvae and the pupa step is just like gone. And then they're a whole adult and moths go through these incomplete uh, metamorphosis. So there are several animals that go through metamorphosis, which is something I didn't know because I had to go research this because, um, God had been showing me a lot of butterflies lately and I was like, Oh, of course, butterflies, but I got a gym for y'all today. Something I didn't even realize. And I, I've looked this up more than one time to make sure I wasn't tripping. So um, there are several different animals that go through metamorphosism, but a lot, a lot of them spend more time transforming <laughs> than actually being transformed. Think about that. They spend a lot of time transforming than actually being transformed. So let me say this. Um, let me explain to you about butterflies. So butterflies, these, this is the example everybody used. So it's very natural for me to go to butterflies. Now there are other animals that go through metamorphosis. that's the thing. We always use butterflies, but there are more than just butterflies that go through, go through this. So butterflies live between five and 10 days. Some live nine months, but on average about a month. So they go through this process and live about a month. Their transformation, although complete, cause they do go through all four steps. They spent a lot of time transforming versus being transformed. By the time they become this beautiful soaring butterfly that you get to see, you only can enjoy them for a little while. And they have to go around trying to reproduce so they can live on. You see that? But they have to reproduce some other people so they can move on. So their process takes a whole year to transform. Ants also go through metamorphosis, which I did not know. Ants go through four stages and it only takes about 10 weeks to transform them. But when they transform, a worker ant lives about seven years and queens last 15 to 30 years. And God has called us a king and queen in his kingdom. So the ants live 15 to 30 years. So they live much longer after they've been through the stages of transform. And they go through four stages too, just like the butterfly. And I just want to tell you today that God is a God of suddenly. Giving God a real yes, you can be like a garden ant. Sometimes we delay our processes because we want to be perfect and beautiful like that butterfly or we want to want to appear complete like a moth. Because let me tell you something, a moth is not those uh, like sometimes we see moth like, oh, but, you know, have you ever seen a silkworm? Like we had some in my old house and they look like butterflies when they come out, but they were really moths. They weren't actually. So they look like a butterfly and they don't go through complete. Tra- they don't transform completely. They skip some steps. So I ask you. 
who do you want to be more like and, or and look more like? I encourage you to strive to be like an ant, okay? I encourage you to be like an ant because when you're like that butterfly, I'm going to tell you for me what it was like. When I wrote my book, I was like a butterfly because I looked good. I looked great. I had been transformed. I was sharing my story publicly. I was doing amazing stuff. And everybody's like, oh, girl, I know you're getting booked. Oh, you a full-time entrepreneur, blah, blah, blah. Like, I, I look good. Girl, look good. Like, I had all together. Oh, you got these degrees. I look like a beautiful butterfly, honey. But I wasn't right. I had, I that I couldn't sustain that. So I lasted about a good 10 days. And I don't mean like physically 10 days, a couple months maybe. But you get them sounds like that butterfly. And everybody still was holding on to that girl. I have transformed again into an ant in less than a year. Okay. I have transformed again into an ant in less than a year quickly. But I could sustain this transformation for years because I am completely in obedience and submitted so when god explained this transformation he related it to obedience so when we do incomplete transformation that's that oh okay i do it whatever you say do it quick and it don't last long you like a moth and some of us we we take our time like we got time so it took me a long time to share my story and i was like i'm gonna do it but i still hadn't gave him that real yes it was more like god i just want to do what you say because you get on my nerves so that's that half yes kicking and screaming yes and you become this butterfly and it can't be sustained because you wasn't for real you was doing it because of your own ulterior motives or because you could get something from god or you thought that god was going to do this and do that and do that and you have to go after god and be obedient because you want god and that is when you can be like that garden ant. now this is just a comparison i'm not like people use butterflies all the time but this is just how it was given to me so i'm not if you you might have got a program that's based off of butterflies i see a lot of them all the time i just want to just give it to you how it was given to you to me because I have been obedient to God, but sometimes we ain't obedient with every little thing. Like I think I explained recently about getting up at 5 a.m. I didn't understand it, but now I do. Um, but the problem was I wasn't submitting. So before we can be obedient, we must submit. So this is going to be an actual series only because if I go into the depth that God has called me to go into, I'll be here for hours and hours and hours. So, since I don't want to be here for hours and hours and hours, and I know y'all don't want me to be here for hours and hours and hours, less is more. We're going to start with submission. And um, I'm going to tell you five ways uh, to how to be submission, how to get into submission. So, let's rock it out. Okay, before obedience, we must submit. So, I would say the, the first step, of getting to a place of obedience or getting to a place to submit is to get into the relationship. Hear me out. It's hard to obey someone that you do not know or you do not know what they want. You ever been in a situation where it was just like, I don't understand what you want. Like, what do you want? You know how like a baby crying and crying. You're like, what do you want? I want to help you, but I don't know what you want. That's how I think about it. We don't know what God wants. So it's hard for us to be obedient when we don't know what he wants. So, my first suggestion is talk to him. Whether you think you hear him or not, he's always there and you can talk to him. Um, I talk to him in prayer. I talk to him in journal, journaling. So get you a journal. You can get a blank notebook. You can go get one of them fancy, smancy ones. You can get a prompted one. Um, that's how you journal and you just write. Um, prayer, um, having open dialogue. Like sometimes I just see a guy and be like, okay, what you want me to do? Uh, what is me? What that mean? What? Huh? Like, that's open dialogue. And then worship. Put on some music, dance, sing, and exalt him. 
just tell God how much you love him and how much, how great he's been. Like, oh, you just let him know that he is the best and you just exalt him. That's how you talk to him. Tell him how good he is. Tell him, tell him that you're struggling, but you, you, you know, but you feel, you feel, but you know, however that goes, like, just let him know what's on your heart and worship and that's how you start to get in a relationship to him is talking to him. Think about the relationships that you have with other people. If somebody is not talking to you, you don't really have a relationship with them. So talk to him. Now, a lot of times we talk to respond, but we need to, we, <laughs> we listen to respond, but we need to listen to hear. So we want to listen to him. Okay, Nikki, how we listen to him? Read your Bible. I feel like I say this a lot on this podcast, but read your Bible. That's how you can hear from God. Listen to him. All the words in it are true. Bible plans work. YouTube videos work. Podcasts. You see this podcast? I pray and do everything before I get on this podcast. So if you feel something in your spirit, it's not me, it's God. Okay? This is what he's requiring of you so you can get to him. Because our lives are so busy. Okay? Which I'm going to get to next. But we have to talk to him. Then we have to listen to him. So I know some of us don't attend church or we think that it's lies in the Bible, but I dare you to read it for yourself. There are a lot of things that you probably use daily and don't realize they're in the Bible. Um, something I realized this year um, about the Bible, I realized that the words are really true and real and they work. Once you read it, you can pray his word back to him. Like we all say, I don't know what to pray. Read the word and he'll tell you what to pray. There are prayers inside of there. The book of Psalms is a whole bunch of declarations and prayers. The book of Proverbs. Um, you know, even if you say, God, you said you would never leave me or forsake me. Father, this is what you said. You said no weapon formed against me will prosper. Lord, you said that if I could renew my mind. I could be transformed. God, like, but you have to read it to know what to say back to him. And then um, I remember something I recently, I mean, in the last week, um, people always say, pray for your enemies, right? And it's going to sound real crazy. So I said, okay, God, I'm going to pray for my enemies. So let me see what you say about enemies in the Bible. It says stuff like your enemies will be your footstool. So I put that into my prayer. Like, Lord, I ask that you protect all people and protect me from my enemies because that's what the word says. And you, we spend a lot of time saying, well, I want to pray for my enemies. Da, 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 da. But by not doing it, you setting yourself up to be attacked. You, you, you setting yourself up for the enemy to walk in and sit with you and lay with you. You, the Bible says he will protect you from your enemies. And that is why you have to pray his word back to him and stop assuming that you know everything. So listen to him. Okay. Another way, a third point is to get quiet. Be quiet. Um, excuse what I'm finna say, what I'm about to say. Spirit is shut up. That's what I, God had to tell me about that recently. I shut up sometimes. Just shut up. And he didn't say shut up because God don't talk like that. But me. That's how I get it. Like a lot of people, as you start to hear from God, you're like, it sounds like me. Like it, it sounds like your voice or whatever, but it's the spirit of the Lord speaking to you. Um, so yeah, get quiet and be quiet. Just be quiet. It sounds simple. It sounds simple, but I know, I know that it can be so hard. It can be so hard to get quiet when you got a busy life, when you got a family. It's hard sometimes for me to record this podcast. Cause I can't get quiet. My house can't get quiet. Um, so my suggestion, start with some worship music and think on the things that are good. Think about the answered prayers. Like today I was just thinking and I was like, you know what, God, I complain sometimes, but where I live is an answered prayer. I remember two years ago, I was living in a hotel. My car, not having a car note is an answered prayer. Two years ago, I was paying a car note. 
Like these are, I'm living out the answered prayers. Me being a full-time entrepreneur, even though I didn't know it would look like this, it's an answered prayer. Me being on fire, starting to be on fire for God and really understanding who I am in Christ, that's an answered prayer. So start when you start to think on those things and you posture your heart in the right way and think about how he saved you and turn that worship music on, it'll get your mind ready to be quiet. It'll get your mind ready. So you know what, God, I want to just sit in silence. When you sit in silence, and you clear your mind and you dumped out every thought and you've gotten rid of, you put the anxiety on the prayer line. You've put the depression down. You've put the, uh, the, all the thoughts to the side. Then you'll have thoughts like him and God will start opening your spirit up and telling you things that you need to hear. So that's what I would do. And I would sit in silence. Um, and then fasting, fasting works. That's how I get quiet. I fast, I fast from social media, I fast from my phone where I won't answer my phone after a certain time. I fast from certain people because I am a filler. Some people call it like in the world, they call it an inf. I feel different people's like feelings and emotions. So I have to be very careful that I'm not taking on other people's stuff. Like someone could call me and be dealing with, they could be depressed and then I'll start feeling depressed. And it's not really me. It's just because I could feel their depression. So I have to be very careful. So I have to fast a lot and um deny myself so fasting works that's the way you can get quiet you're denying yourself and then you'll feel that god is speaking to you a lot like when i fast that's one of the ways you can hear from god too um there are several books you can find about hearing from god maybe at some point i will talk about it but fasting is one way um he speaks to us in different ways fasting getting quiet and lately he's been speaking me through the bible and nature as you still had a whole thing about butterflies okay I, where did that come from? Anybody but God, I don't even think about butterflies. I've never been interested in butterflies. I've never been interested in metamorphosism or transformation, but it was how he gave it to me to get this week's podcast in. So, um, that is how, that's, that is what you do. And then the, our last one is be intentional, be intentional with your time, get up early enough to have time or stay up late enough to give him time. Like you do your friend, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your child, um, get up or go down, whichever one it is. And when I say get up, I mean like get up. If you, if you gotta be at work at seven and you normally get up at five, get up at four, make the sacrifice. Um, if you normally go to sleep, say 11 o'clock at by nine 30, make sure you have set yourself some time to talk to God. Make sure everything's wrapped up at 9.30 instead of 10.30 so you can spend that hour that's usually spent wrapping up, talking to God. So make a date. And my phone, my alarm goes off at 5 and it says, it's God's time. Do you know what that feels like? When I see that, even if I want to sleep, I'll be like, oh, I got to get up. And then sometimes when I take, I do take like afternoon naps because <laughs> I'm a big old kid. <laughs> so what I'll do is I'll reset an alarm at, um, for whatever time it's 30 minutes from the cat nap. And it's a like God's time. And that'll make me say, okay, get up. You can't be lazy. You got to get up. You got to do some work. Because sometimes, which is a whole other topic, sometimes we say we sleep, but really just being lazy. And I know that's true for me. So I have to make sure that it says something like, it's God's time because I put that above all else. So, um, and everyone in my house is aware. So when I'm intentional, I let, I let, I let people in my house know, like, for example, um, and when you listen to my poetry today because you know i still got some poetry um when you listen to my poetry today you'll see a bit of the story but yesterday i was having an issue and i wanted to talk to god so i told my husband like hey because he he uh goes to do lifts sometimes and i was like when you leaving 
and he <laughs> and it wasn't that I wanted him to go, but I was gonna get quiet with God, and I need I didn't want no interruptions. Like like Tasha Cobb says, I don't need no distractions, and I really need to have a serious conversation with God. I needed him to talk to me. So um yeah, so my husband respects that, and they know like when the kids are gonna go talk to God, she's gonna go talk. She could be in a ten minutes, fifteen, thirty or hour. Who knows? I haven't quite got to an hour, so they do not even say that. I probably do like thirty, forty five minutes, but. I go in several times a day lately. I just kind of let, like, sometimes in the morning, like, this is how intentional I am with God. I, in the morning, I'll be journaling, and God say, hey, I want you to pray again at um, 5 o'clock. And I write that down. And by me writing in my journal, I know at 5 o'clock, no matter what I'm doing, I'm about to go pray. And today, um, because my schedule just didn't go as smoothly as I planned, I was typing some stuff for this podcast at five o'clock. I stopped what I was typing and went straight to the closet because I made an agreement to be on time. So you don't be late for your dates. So be intentional with your time. God, make time for him. Don't find time. I think I spoke about this a couple weeks ago. Make time for him. He makes time for you. When you go to him crying about something or crying because something didn't go the way you want to go, he sit there and he love on you. And every time you come to him, he's there. So make time for him. Make time for him. It's like, that's that's my peace, okay? It allows me to stay sane, literally. By spending time with God, I stay sane. So think about um, sometimes, I, I don't know if I can relate it to a relationship. And a lot of people do this. Um, but I relate it to a relationship because, like, when I when you're in a, re, a good relationship with somebody or have a good friend, you like when they're around and you can talk to them. God is my peace like that. Like, I like being able to go talk to him. I like, like, I had to thank God yesterday that I don't have to go through a buffer. I don't have to go to talk to uh, somebody to talk to God. I can just talk straight. I can go straight to the source. I don't have to go through nobody. I can just go talk to him. Like, if I want to leave right now and go talk to God, I can say, you know what, God, let me come talk to you real quick. At any time, at any moment, anywhere, any place, any time, I can go talk to him. So, um, that's my peace. So, it lets me stay sane too when things go wild because things go crazy. And I realized like, how was I surviving without being this submitted to God? So this is just about being submitted because you got to be submitted first to really get to that obedience. So be intentional with your time. And then remember this, God loves you and God wants to be chosen. Obeying him and keeping his command is the way that we show our reverence for God and his will for our life. So Yes, that is how we submit. So let me review those before I get into a couple of scriptures because, you know, I can't leave you with no word. Um, so we want to get in relationship. So that's our topic to get to a place of obedience. We have to submit and to submit. We got to get into relationship. You see how that transformation process goes? You got to get into relationship in order to be able to submit. And then you can go towards this obedience thing because it's hard to be obedient when you are not in relationship and you're not submitting. So first step is to talk to God. Second step is to listen to him. The third step is to get quiet. Get quiet. Fourth, and be intentional with your time. And these are not in any order. These actually could all apply at the same time. Because you can literally talk to God, listen to him while you're being quiet. And while you have intentionally picked the time. So that is just how you can start. Like I, I advise you to implement one of them this week. You want to talk to him, listen to him, read the Bible. That's, that's what I That's what I advise um so let's talk about these scriptures so the first scripture i have for you today is john 12 49 through 50 and it says for i did not speak on my own but the father who sent me commanded me to say all that i have spoken i know that this his this is his command leads to eternal life so whatever i say is just what the father has told me to say 
This is an example of submission to the will of the father. Jesus was explaining that he didn't come to judge, but to save and that the father will do the judging. He was only submitting to the will of the father. So once you begin to commune with God on a regular basis, make it a priority in your life that because your desires become his and your desire to obey him will become greater as you, the more you submit, the more your desire to obey, to obey will come. Okay. I want you to really listen to that. The more you submit, the more your desire to obey will come. And also, it will make it easier to submit to other things in your life too, once you submit to your father, which we're going to get to in the next scripture. So this next scripture is Hebrews 12 and 9. Moreover, we have all had human fathers who disciplined us and we respected them for it. How much more should we submit to the father of our spirits and live? That's Hebrew, Hebrews 12 and 9, and that's the NIV version. Sometimes we just forget that we should treat God like a father. Um, we didn't do certain stuff to our father, so why did we do it to him? Like, I know for a fact, it's certain things I would never do in front of my daddy, but I did it in front of God because God is always there. So, yeah, I wouldn't do it in front of my father, but I did it in front of my father. You get what I'm saying? So I also realized that some of us treat God the way we do because of the respect we have for our father or because we didn't have one. So, um, yeah, that's, that, that's just what it is. Some, some of us treat God the way we do because we didn't have our earthly father to show us how we should treat our father or to teach us how to be disciplined. Um, so let me tell you that God wants to parent you. He can be your mother and your father. That's how good he is. He loves you unconditionally. It's free. That's the good thing about God. There's nothing you can do to make him stop loving you. There's nothing, nothing you can do now. Warning. I always have a warning because as I just told in the last scripture, I'm not here to judge. I'm just here to tell you what he said. Okay. There's always consequences to what we do in life, but taking away his love is not one of them. Mm. Ain't that great? Taking away his love is not one of him. God loves you. So let's start with submission. Why not submit to someone who just loves you no matter what? We'll submit to somebody who hates us. We'll submit to our boss. We'll submit to our job. We'll submit to people because they pay us or we'll submit to our customers, but we won't even submit to God. So let's start with submission. If we submit to him. So if we go ahead and submit to his will and we can learn about him, we can start being obedient. So when we do get in our obedience, it won't be short lived. It will be long. It will be long. So if you feel that you are a butterfly hmm, and you know there is more that you can do, I declare that you will have longevity and you will quickly turn into an ant. Because as I told you, an ant only takes about 10 weeks and God has got suddenly. So I was a butterfly last year. OK, and that was short lived. I was I was wearing down, but I was obedient halfway, kind of, sort of. And this year I am into complete submission and complete obedience. But you have to get submission down pack okay so let's get to the words of wisdom this words of wisdom is entitled submission is the mission today was one of those days where i wondered what life meant i wish someone could explain why god didn't answer my prayer and i couldn't control my anger i had to make my request known so i wrote my list 
list of questions and concerns and messages. See, I had this big crazy faith about a thing and it just didn't happen. So I looked back and said, what did I do to deserve such a thing? So I prepared and told God, hey, you need to explain. Then I felt my spirit man tap on my hand. She said, get in the right posture. I smacked my teeth, but I understood what my spirit was saying. See, no matter how mad or how sad I was or how bound I felt, I must show submission and humble myself before the father. So although anger is the emotion and an unanswered prayer is the reason. And in my mind, I got a right to an answer. I understand that God is the Lord of all my plans. Man's rejection is his protection. So while it wasn't what I expected, disrespect will never be my answer. So I take my anger and my disappointment. I get on my knees and I pray to him. Dear Father, the name above all names, I am feeling a lot of things that I need to submit to you. As I continue to submit my concerns, I feel the negative emotions disappear. My anger has turned into hunger. My disappointment has turned into a request for instruction. I have fully submitted myself to the Father, and now I can get some answers. The answer I get the answers I get are lessons and blessings. I learned from that disappointment I felt. So by submitting my heart to the Father, all those things, all those thoughts were left at the altar. I, longer, I no longer felt as if I was about to falter. I felt relief in that I had a plan. I could go back and make a new request. I could let go of all of that stress. That's one of the best parts of it all. I could always say what I needed when I needed it, as long as I just knew how to do it. When I have a problem or a concern, I get my heart in position because submission it's always the mission. Snap, snap. I hope you enjoyed that. I promise you guys, I am working to get better equipment. So thank you for working it out, working it out with us. Like it's so, um, I don't know. Me starting this podcast was an act of obedience. I wanted to show that, you know, I would be obedient even if I didn't have everything I needed. So, um, yeah, your girl's gonna get some stuff. So pray for me. Um, pray that I can get the equipment that is needed so that I can um, have a better quality show and that my words of wisdom can be popping, 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 popping. But it's all good. So guess what? Like I said, I got a question. I haven't had a question in what, 10 episodes? I finally got one, episode 11. I got a question. I think it's episode 11. It should be actually episode 13, but hey, stuff happens. So in episode 11, so this is the question I got. So for the people who don't have a spiritual home, what do they do? How do they walk in obedience to your leaders? How do you walk in obedience to your leaders when you do not have one? Whoo, that was a good question. And this is a part of the reason why I had to go back and say, hmm, did I miss some steps? Um, so my first suggestion with this question is work on your relationship with God. Ask him before you ask anybody else. And he will instruct you. Because the thing about obedience is that we're first obedient to God. Before we can be obedient to anybody else. We first submit to God before we can submit to anybody else. So I, I would advise you to do that. The church is the people. So there are churches of all forms and all shapes. Um, some of your leaders could be a part of a church that you're not a part of, but offer a program that you need. Like I, I follow, I don't know if y'all heard of Dr. Faith or um, it's some other people I follow. I don't know if you've heard of them, but they don't, they're not here in Georgia, but I watch their stuff online and I've learned a lot from them. Um, and I take what they say very seriously and I consider them somebody that's a leader in my life. So, um, they may offer a program that you need. There are also some mentors that mentor outside the church and this life, you have a leader, um, you have a leader and we have more than one, more than a spirit. So we need direction. So what I'm saying is we got to seek wise counsel. We got to have people we can talk to. Proverbs is the wisdom, um, chapter of the Bible. Are those, those called chapter? Hold on. Wait a minute. 
section of the Bible, not chapter. I'm sorry. Um, so we all need um, leaders and we need wisdom. So, yeah, I would definitely ask um, God um, some more practical steps. I would ask God. I would journal. I start visiting churches and I would look up men and women's groups that are faith based. Um, because you might find a men's group or a women's group inside of um, a church that you don't even go to. And then may decide, hey, I want to go to this church because I know my old church, my first church I went to, they had a lot of groups. Um, the church I go to now is smaller. They don't have a lot of groups, um, but we are getting there. It's a very new or newer church versus the other church I was going to. They probably been around at this point for about 20 years. So it's just a little different. So um, look up and then wait for instruction. That's our problem. We always jump in the gun. Like, for example, I was looking for a leader in the realm of business, okay? Because the point of this question was to talk about spiritual leaders, not obeying God, but obeying the people who are leading you in the world. So I looked up for a business um, person to help me with my business. And I didn't ask God first. And this is when I first really started submitting, see? So when I first started submitting to God, um, I got a lot of (laughs) tests and trials to see if I was going to do right. So I didn't ask God. I just signed up for the coach. I had been watching her and I felt like the least I could do was let her be my coach because I've been watching her free content. I felt like, shoot, I've been watching her. I might as well let her be my coach. I did it. And then God was like, no. And I had to go back and I had to unsign up. That ain't no word, but I had to unsign up. Like, I'm so sorry. It was hard, but it was necessary. I had to. So that's my advice. If you um don't have a spiritual home, my advice is to talk to God about if, you, if this is the season for you to have one and where you should go. Because sometimes... I, I always think about Sarah Jakes Roberts when I say this. Um, sometimes it's going to be you and God for a season. It might be a season where you you don't need to be at a church. I've been through those seasons um, because some of us, it depends on what you deal with. Like I suffer, like sometimes I have issues with idolizing things. So I'll get to a church and idolize the pastor or idolize somebody with a good, strong gift. So God ha- is known for not allowing people to talk into my life um, and also for not, um, for testing me and for also taking me out of church. And keeping me unreligious because I'll get religious. Just even with this podcast, when I miss my Wednesday, I'm like, oh my God, dude, I'd be so hard on myself. And God had to teach me, you don't have to be hard on yourself. You just got to do better next time and make your way. And then some Wednesday you're going to miss because life is going to happen. And you got to understand that life happens and you have to learn how to readjust. So that would be my suggestion for you. If you want to submit a question, you can shoot, uh, you can send me a DM or you can send me an inbox on Facebook. Um, that's how I got this one. They inboxed me on Facebook. Um, Nikki J. The Arthur. Uh, I'll put all my links in the show notes. Or you can email me. I'll add my email list, email address, just in case some people are not on social media. Because I didn't think that some people might not be on social media. So I'll send you my email address. Um, anyway, the song for today is Open Your Heart. Is it called Open My Heart by Yolanda Adams? I thought that was a fitting song. Like, when I was writing this, that song was playing. And I was like, oh, my God. That is the perfect song so that is the song of the week i want you guys to follow me on social media and join my group at nikki j fans remember we come out every wednesday every wednesday sometime during wednesday every week at least this week we hitting wednesdays follow me on all social media networks at nikki j the arthur subscribe download tell a friend or two about this podcast um we do freedom calls tomorrow is the next one i have not done it since june i'm so excited to pour into you tomorrow august 22nd the link is in the show notes to sign up. Um, I'm going back and forth about whether it's going to be on Zoom or if I'm going to just do a Facebook Live. So 
Sign up and I'll let you know. If you're on my email list, you'll get an email first thing in the morning. I'm going to set that up tonight. I got to uh, talk to God about how he wants me to do that because I'm going to be starting a series and you are welcome to join in. It's probably going to be on my actual Facebook page, but I'll be sharing it to like my Nikki J page and things like that. I, I'm still working out that, but I'm going to be starting a series about purpose and hearing from God. So please join me. It's going to be great. Okay. Um, y'all have a good week. It was a pleasure. If you got questions, make sure you send them to me and I hope that this helped you.